Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. We are back in the studio today talking about priorities, time management, all the things that we know you guys are so excited to hear us talk about because we are all looking for answers to these things. And we are trying to find out how to be better Christians, how to have more time for the things that truly matter, and how we practically do that. Because Mm -hmm. we hear a lot of talk about it. We hear a lot of advice from people who want to say that self-care is the answer and you just need to focus on yourself more, love yourself more, and that that will somehow magically just fix all your problems and Mm -hmm. fix your life. We all know that that is not true. That is not the case whatsoever. I hope we all know that by now. Yeah. If you don't know that, there you go. Spoiler alert. There's a PSA for you. It will Um, not fix your life. It won't fix your life at all. Not even a little bit. It will actually make things worse if you look at it from a spiritual perspective. Happy Monday. So, yes. (laughs) We are just big (laughs) balls of sunshine today. But... We are talking about these things from a Christian perspective, and we hope that these little bits of advice and things that we're learning in this season of life help you as well, and it's just something that we can discuss together and have a good conversation about. Mm -hmm. So, Maddie, before we get into this episode, anything that we need to catch up on? We've had a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, so I think that all y'all should just go and check out our Spotify playlist. We've Mm -hmm. been adding some new songs and stuff to that recently, so if you haven't listened to it in a while or you haven't listened to it at all Mm -hmm. it's pretty hefty playlist it's nice and long i always hate when i go to spotify you find a playlist and then it's like an hour worth of songs right can we put more than 10 please so you don't have to worry about that with ours because it's like three hours long and it's definitely a really great spotify playlist for if you're looking for something for a longer car ride or you're looking for something to clean to or listen to even while you work out or something like that Mm -hmm. also just great if you want to have a little bit of a worship session, just kind of have it playing in the background or while you're doing Bible study. It's a really great playlist, so make sure to go and check it out. It's got all of our favorite songs on it that are great for worship and for getting you pumped up to serve Jesus and to have a great week. Okay, so let's get into this episode. Our title, as you saw, is You Don't Need More Time, You Need Less Things. Maddie, get us started on this. Well, I think that, you know, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast before and on the blog and all kinds of things. You guys know that priorities and time management are our thing. And yet still somehow we all continue to struggle with these things. Mm -hmm. It's definitely something that I'm continuing to struggle with because it's so easy when you start something new or you're kind of entering into a new season of life for that one thing to just kind of uproot all your priorities and everything that you've already done to prepare your life for being productive, serving Jesus, and it's really easy for us to get sidetracked. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we've just recently started school, and so that always kind of throws me for a loop no matter how many times they do it. You know, year 12, (laughs) here we are, and it's still something that can throw my priorities out of whack Mm -hmm. and can really get me like hyper-focused on school, and that's the only thing that matters, and I need to get this assignment done, and I don't have time for anything else, or 
I completely flip and uh, have no motivation for school, don't want to get any of it done. And so then I just waste time and I do things that kind of will numb me to Mm. the stress of that. And none of that happens to be praying or reading scripture or anything like that. So this is definitely something that no matter how many times we talk about it, we're still being convicted about it. And it's still something that we're working on. Sometimes this is even difficult for me to get through my mind because I will make a schedule and I'll have Bible study at the top of the list or I'll be doing a Bible reading plan or I'll have this plan set in place for different Bible studies or devoting time to prayer or observing the Sabbath. And I create just this one schedule that I think I'm going to be able to stick to. And then one thing happens that throws it off. And I'm the kind of person where it's, I can't get my life together unless it's a Monday. Mm -hmm. And if something messes up my plans, the rest of the plan is shot. (laughs) So I think that as Christians, and definitely for me personally, we need to be able to adapt to our circumstances a little bit more, but in such a way that we are keeping in mind that our circumstances do not control us. We control our circumstances. We control what's going on in our lives what we're planning, what we're committing ourselves to. And this is definitely a mindset that a lot of us do not have. We think that life is just kind of happening to us and we just have to roll with the punches and just kind of go wherever our schedule takes us. Instead of saying, okay, no, I am the master of my schedule. I have submitted this schedule to the Lord's will Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let him direct me in where I should go. Because ultimately we are not in control of everything and that's not what I'm saying. I am saying that we We are in control of making conscious decisions that allow us to be less busy, that allow us to have less things, less noise, less busyness. And too often we act like we don't have that control. And we act like, okay, if this new sport is starting and my kid wants to do it, it's just a must. We have Mm -hmm. to because some of their friends are doing it. All the cool moms are letting their kids do it, you know, all this stuff. For those of us who are going into college or even going into high school, things get a lot busier and we act like, okay, now I have to study more. I have more assignments that are due. I have to do more academically related stuff. So I don't have time for Bible study. I don't have time for prayer. I don't have time to do things that are genuinely going to help me refocus because I think that's something that's important to realize is that sometimes our focus gets out of line. We start focusing on the wrong things, but it is always possible to refocus and to reset our priorities and say, okay, yes, I committed to this, but I realized that it's pulling me away from Jesus mm-hmm. and it's not allowing me to observe the Sabbath like we talked about last week, or it's not allowing me to just genuinely spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's got to go. And that's the kind of mindset we need to have about the things in our lives. We need to sit down and examine them. And I think that this is really something that the Sabbath is very useful for. Mm -hmm. Sitting down, evaluating our schedule, evaluating what we have to do, and then asking ourselves, is this going to bring me closer to Jesus or is it going to bring me even further away, get me distracted, get my eyes off of him Mm -hmm. and onto something else that I can't control or that is going to stress me out. And that is always very important to do, I think, at the beginning of every week Mm -hmm. even, but especially every month, definitely every year, just looking at the priorities that we have, looking at how we've set up our schedule, and then making the conscious decision to center that around what will glorify Jesus and what won't. Mm -hmm. Very true. And I think that the three things I would say we need to look at is that we need to have fewer commitments, Mm -hmm. we need to have less noise, and we need to have fewer distractions. 
And I cannot stress the last one enough. Fewer distractions. We distract ourselves at every moment in time, it seems like. Mm -hmm. We have gotten to this point where we are so isolated. We are so addicted to our devices. We're so addicted to entertainment. We're so addicted to mind-numbing things that do not glorify the Lord and that pull us away from Him. Mm -hmm. And I just think that it's it's time that as Christians, we make a conscious effort to look at our lives, to truly examine them. And I know that this is difficult to do. I know that this is not an easy thing to do because we're also addicted to these things. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take some self-discipline. But self-discipline, just like we talked about a few episodes ago, is the shortcut that we're all looking for. Having self-discipline is what will help you to have fewer commitments, to have less noise, to have fewer distractions in your life because of the main goal. What are you truly seeking? Whose honor do you want? These are all questions we should be asking ourselves and then examining our lives and saying, okay, this is getting me closer to that goal. This is helping me accomplish that. This is helping me be spiritually successful. And something I always challenge young people with, but I would challenge absolutely anyone with and something I try to keep in my mind at all times is what am I building? Am I actually building something eternal or am I just living a life? Mm -hmm. Am I just creating a life that is temporary, that is not meaningful, that is not eternal, that's not doing something for the kingdom. Because I think that that's where a lot of us would find ourselves if we would actually examine our lives. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we're not even willing to talk about those things because we know that's the case. I'm sorry. It's time that we examine these things. It's time that we get serious about being serious for Jesus. This is the whole point of what Maddie and I are trying to do and the passion that God has given us to see people truly get serious about living this Jesus thing out in their everyday lives, in their little corners of the world. Because if you're not willing to examine your life, then don't ask anybody else to. Yeah. Don't ask them to examine where they are with Jesus when you need to do so yourself. This is what we're trying to say. And this is what we're trying to get people to realize in the American church because we've gotten so good at distracting ourselves from what is actually eternal. Mm-hmm. And we have tricked ourselves into thinking the worldly things that we're involved in can be made spiritual if we want them to be. But the problem is we don't actually want them to be. And so then we just continued to distract ourselves and to make excuses like, well, my kid wants to do this sport. They're going to be a really great encouragement to all the kids on their team and they're going to share the gospel and they're going to get to pray with people and all those things. Okay, that's great. Like if they would actually do that, Mm -hmm. go them. Like they should have that passion. They should be excited to do that. They should be doing that because that's the passion that the Lord has given them and something that he's laid on their hearts to do. But the problem is that they're not. They're not doing those things. Mm -hmm. And so then what are we doing? We're allowing our younger generations to be so distracted, to become busybodies, to just get on the world's treadmill and let them continue to increase the speed for these kids. And by the time they're 20, they are done. They are completely done. They're stressed out. Mm -hmm. They are tired. They are distracted. They've been distracted. They don't know how to live because they've been numbed their whole life by busyness. So this is the kind of stuff that we want to look at and examine and say, am I actually building something or am I just running around like a chicken with my head cut off? (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I think I said that in the last episode. And I love that analogy because that's how I see most Christians living today. That's a lovely image. Is it? Okay, lovely that's image. great. I'm glad we could all picture that in mm-hmm. our minds right now because that's what we're doing. And it's not pretty and it's not attractive to the outside world yeah. that's lost. And so that's what I want us to understand. So it really is a great analogy yeah. because that's what we look like to other people who are doing the same thing and they're saying, but they're supposed to be different. Mm-hmm. They're telling me they're a Christian and they are living the same kind of lifestyle that I am. They have the same type of stress that I do. They operate the same way. They're cussing people out in the drive through They're not happy. They're just constantly distracted by all mm-hmm. the things. They're constantly on their phones I'm telling you guys, this is how the outside world, the lost world around us is looking at us and that's what they're thinking. I pray that that is not how people view our lives. I pray that that's not. And I think that we need to seriously examine and consider that that may possibly be what people are thinking Mm -hmm. and how they're seeing us right now. I can definitely assure you that that's how they view the American church as a whole because we don't look any different. We are so secularized. We are so distracted. And we're living exactly like them. And they're wondering, why would I want to commit to that, add those things into my life when I'm not going to get a different result? I'm not going to see any kind of reward in that. My lifestyle is not going to be changed. Mm -hmm. Guys, people want their lifestyle to be changed. We don't think that they do. Does their flesh want to remain in their sin and the sinful things that they're, they're doing? Yes. But their soul, their very soul is begging for something more. Mm -hmm. We are all looking for something so much more than we have right now. And they're trying to figure out what that is. We know that that is the person of Jesus and his work on the cross that has accomplished what we need in our very souls and what we desire. And we're not telling them and we're not living it out to show them. Well, I think people are going to respect us so much more and are going to truly admire the decisions that we make and admire the faith that we profess to have when we make intentional decisions Because when we do everything with intentionality, and that means even if you do allow your kid to play a certain sport or you do have a certain thing in your schedule that is considered more secular, when you are genuinely intentional with sharing the gospel Mm -hmm. or not allowing your kid to play so many sports that all of you become distracted and Mm -hmm. all of you become overwhelmed, the outside world is going to look at that and be like, okay, that's different. Mm-hmm. They're so joyful. They seem to be finding fulfillment in life without doing all of the hundreds and hundreds of things that the world tells us we need to do to find fulfillment. Yeah. And they're so much happier and they're genuinely living out this belief that they profess to have. I think that is such an incredible witness to the people around us because, I mean, lots of us need to be realistic with how intentional we're going to be. Lots of us want to say, like Lily was talking about, okay, yes. My kid's going to share the gospel with the people on their sports team. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share the gospel with the parents that I'm going to be hanging out with at practices and games and, you know, all this different stuff. But let's be realistic and let's actually look at whether we're going to do that or not. Because if you're not going to do that, stop saying that you're going to. Just play the sport. 
because we do not need to just try and add a bunch of Christian coloring to everything. I always think about there's a passage in Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Y'all know that we had to include him <laughs> in at least one of these episodes about the Sabbath and examining our priorities. Yeah. And I wrote a blog post about this passage a while ago, but it's a blog post that I go back to a lot and that the Lord reminds me of personally a lot. And it's this passage where he talks about Christianity and, and he's just going on and on and on about how we all feel like we need to add things to Christianity to be happy or to find fulfillment and to be joyful. When in reality, Christianity is the only thing that we need. The only thing that we genuinely need to be fulfilled and to feel happy is Jesus and a personal relationship with him. And then when we have all these other things, it's not Christianity and this. It's Christianity is the priority. Mm -hmm. It is my main focus. And that's it. And then when I do all these other things, there can't not be an outpouring of that mm -hmm. in all of these other things. It's not, okay, yes, I'm a Christian, but I'm also a soccer mom. Right. I'm a Christian, but I'm also a college student. Mm -hmm. And those go right together. Mm -hmm. And those are both at the top of my priority list. It needs to be I'm a Christian who's attending college and I'm genuinely acting like a Christian while I'm going to college. Right. I'm a Christian who is also a soccer mom who is genuinely acting like a Christian when I'm at a soccer game. And I'm not sitting there and I'm not drinking with the other moms. I'm not cussing at the refs. I'm not screaming at my small child who is not a professional <laughs> soccer player and telling them to get a move on mm -hmm. or to win this game. So it's not this idea that, okay, I am a Christian, but I'm also this. And they are just right up there together, right, right there at the top of my priority list. It's I'm a Christian and everything else that I do is simply after that. It just comes directly after that and nothing is going to take that top spot except for Jesus. So this is what, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but how do we genuinely put that into practice? I think we put that into practice most effectively by genuinely observing the Sabbath like we mm. talked about last week. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you should go back and listen to it after you get done with this one because it was a really good one about how the Sabbath can affect the rest of our life. So first of all, we need to observe the Sabbath and we need to allow the Lord to sanctify us like mm -hmm. we talked about on the Sabbath, not just use it to be lazy. And well, first of all, we need to make sure that our schedules actually allow for us to have a Sabbath. Right. This is a big problem in our world today. We've allowed all of these different sports and activities to mm -hmm. crowd our Sundays specifically to the point where we're not even taking an hour of Sabbath at church right. or anything. We're missing church because we have these sports to get to and we mm -hmm. have these different things that we've signed up for that, oh no, it starts at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Too bad. We're going to have to miss church. I'm so disappointed. And you know, the other thing that drives me nuts about that is that people act as if they have no choice in that. Mm -hmm. Like, well, the, you know, it just starts at 10, so we have to be there. Who signed up for it? Who should have checked to make sure that you could still get to church if you wanted to do the sport? You know, nobody checked that. Mm -hmm. Nobody actually said, I need to make an intentional decision to see what the schedule is for this, what the time commitment's going to be, and if that is going to allow time for the Lord and for the things that are most important in my life, for the things that I absolutely need to do and that are non-negotiables. Mm -hmm. This is going to be another rabbit trail. We don't view those things as non-negotiables anymore. We don't view church. We don't view Bible reading. We don't view family prayer. We don't view these things as non-negotiables. These must happen in order for us to be spiritually successful and to mm -hmm. build something. That is a huge problem in our society. We have instead changed our mindset 
we have allowed the enemy to warp our mindset about our time and convincing us that we have an unlimited amount of it. Mm -hmm. You do not have an unlimited amount of time and we need to spend our time wisely. Mm -hmm. So he's made us think that our time doesn't matter, that it's insignificant, that it doesn't hold as much value as the Lord says that it does and that he's limited our days and that we have to be wise about these things. We have to practice discernment and we have to say what actually matters and what does the Lord have for me in these things? No, now we view sports as Mm non-negotiable. Now we view those things as more important. And I'm telling you, the enemy is winning families through these things. He is keeping us distracted and he's ruining our lives in the process. Jesus always has to come first in literally everything. And we talk about this all the time. But when are we all actually going to understand this? I mean, I get sidetracked with different things. I start school and that definitely takes the priority for me. And it's something that I have to get this done. I have to make a schedule. I have to, I just, I have to get this done and I have to get a good grade and I have to do all these different things. And so then Bible study gets pushed to the background and prayer gets pushed to the background. And those aren't things that I prioritize anymore. And I mean, I think people definitely seem to think, but you're running a ministry. Mm -hmm. So it must just be easy for you. Yeah. Or it must just automatically happen because those are your priorities. No, I mean, honestly, sometimes the ministry can take the front seat Mm -hmm. and we push Jesus to the background. We push engagement to the forefront and we are trying to get our reels out to as many people as we can. And we're trying to engage our followers and we're trying to get you to listen to our Spotify playlist and, you know, all these different things. And sometimes that can take the priority and that's definitely not good. And it's definitely something that we try to be conscious of and we try to genuinely commit our ministry to the Lord and allow him to be the top priority. Priority. And I know that that can sound weird because it's like, okay, but it's a ministry. Right. But I mean, look at all the different things that we all do. You get involved in these different things. You volunteer for different stuff. Mm-hmm. And soon enough, the program takes precedent and that is what you're most focused on. You're not focused on using the program to tell people about Jesus and to genuinely focus on evangelism. So I think what we need to do is we need to observe the Sabbath first and foremost, and we need to use that to examine our priorities, lay out those non-negotiables like Lily was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And then we need to look at our schedule and we need to say, okay, what prohibits me from participating in those non-negotiables? Right. What takes away time from those different things? And then we need to cut it out. We need to genuinely erase that from our schedule and we need to commit that time to the Lord and we need to commit that time to growing our relationship with him and doing what he has commanded us to do. Mm -hmm. Then we need to, I mean, actually take those action steps, genuinely adjust your schedule around those non-negotiables that you've established. And then we need to start putting those things into practice and we need to start doing that every single week. And even if you don't have anything to change, You still sit down, look at your schedule, and we need to genuinely surrender it to the Lord and give it to him and just say, you do what you want with it Mm -hmm. and I'll... I'll do whatever you tell me to. So there need to be some actual action steps. I think sometimes, I mean, I can definitely listen to episodes like this and then just kind of be like, okay, yeah, that's great. And and then it lasts for a couple days and then you don't genuinely adjust anything. You don't actually change anything. And so then 
you go right back to where you were before. Mm -hmm. And that is just our self-destructive nature coming through when we don't want to actually Mm -hmm. put in the time and effort that it takes Mm -hmm. to serve Jesus. Right. And like we were talking about last week with our weak spots, the enemy will distract you. He will do Mm -hmm. everything in his power to keep you where you have been because you haven't been building something because you haven't been successful. And so he'll try to drag you back into that. He'll try to make you think that it's not a big deal, that your time doesn't matter. Your time matters more than anything else. I think that that is the most important thing. It's one of the biggest gifts that the Lord has given us, one of the biggest blessings that he's given us. And we have to be wise with it because it's his after all, right? It's his first and foremost. And so when you surrendered your life to him, you have to understand that your time is his time. And so the things that he wants you to do take precedent. And those are the things that you need to commit yourself to, your whole self to, Mm -hmm. not just a part of yourself, not just a little bit of time, but your whole self, all of your time, because it's all his after all. I wanted to wrap this episode up with Ephesians 5 verses 15 through 17. And it says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. I think too often we kind of have a warped misconception of how the times are evil and we don't have all the time in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think about like, oh, the times are evil, so I just need to like just do things, just, you know, live my life and Mm -hmm. have a good time and, you know, just live it up. I think this verse is definitely challenging us in that mindset and is reminding us to look carefully Mm -hmm. at how we are walking, how we are setting up our schedule, how we're spending our lives because the days are evil. Because the days are evil, we need to be conscious of how we're spending our time and what kind of example Mm -hmm. we are setting to the people around us because we don't have an infinite amount of time to witness to people. Mm -hmm. We don't have an infinite amount of time to be a good example to those around us. And because the days are evil, it is so easy for all of us to get our priorities all out of line and then we are no different than the people around us who are genuinely just living it up, having a good time, Mm -hmm. living life the way they want to. And that is not what we are called to do as Christians. We are called to live differently, to live radically, Mm -hmm. and to glorify Jesus with every single decision that we make. Right. So let's keep that in mind as we go into this next week. We're going to be talking a little bit more about some of the Sabbath stuff and how we can genuinely change our lives to make these important decisions and to genuinely keep our priorities straight and glorify Jesus. So next week, we are specifically going to be talking about how to live a life that you don't need a vacation from. Mm -hmm. So a little teaser there. We don't usually give spoilers. Yeah, we don't usually. Usually because we have no idea what we're going to (laughs) talk about next week. But we have a plan this time, people. Which is very surprising. Yes, because we never do. Anyhow, we are going to wrap this episode up in prayer. So please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for giving us the opportunity to just sit down and have this discussion and I pray that you would help each and every one of us to really just keep this episode and this discussion that we had at the forefront of our minds when we are making different decisions and setting up our schedules and I pray that you would just really get into the middle of all of that and that you would just really direct us in the kinds of decisions that we should be making and the kinds of things that we should be 
committing our time to. And I pray that you would just help us to be witnesses for the gospel and to uh, genuinely take evangelism seriously in the different things that we're doing. And I pray that our schedules would just be entirely centered around you and that we would use everything that we do to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Be sure to be downloading these episodes if you're enjoying them. It helps the show to grow so very much, and we appreciate it. And it helps us to reach even more people with the truth of the gospel. And that is our goal here on the show. We want people to hear gospel truth and to be encouraged every single Monday. And your downloads help us to do that so much. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 